Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Well, another week. Quite a week oh. at that. Oh, well. Oh, let me get my soundboard. More than one soundboard at this point. Oh, that's right. I know. I'm adding a new page to the soundboard since Mariah added a couple more pages to her book. So, <laughs> well, everyone, welcome back to another week. I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is another... Oh, no. (laughs) And welcome back to another episode of... Legends Only. Your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about... Legends Only. And as always, we would like to start off by giving a huge shout out to our Patreon Legends Only fans on patreon.com slash legendsonly... And everyone, gather round, children. The book club is starting soon. So get your copies of, what's it even called? Memoirs? The Meaning oh, right. of Mariah Carey. I still just am so confused that she didn't throw the word memoir in there. Well, she did have the memoirs of an imperfect angel, so. It just feels like such a Mariah word, but... um. Anyway, yes, um, for everyone in the legend tier, we are starting the Legends Only Reads, Books Not People, book club, starting <laughs> soon with the meaning of Mariah Carey, which... I think the name's just going to get longer every week. Yeah, it will. Um, I'll just keep adding to it. So we are doing the Mariah Carey memoir, and we're doing one part at a time. I just finished part one this morning, I mean, do we want to give like a little teaser of like how we felt? Because we haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah, not at all. We haven't. Yeah, I uh, I tore through it because when you get the Mariah experience on Audible, which I highly recommend. Yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, you do get Mariah delivering it in her voice and her vocals. And she gives you a sing-along moment or two along the way. And 
a lot of drama and uh, she gives you accents. She gives you some vulnerability. There were some moments she most definitely was choked up while she was talking. Um, very engaging. It's like having a Mariah podcast, which everyone's doing podcasts these days. So Yeah. Um, I will say I started it with a laugh, like right out of the gate. And then oh, the is hilarious. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this while I walk. Cause I usually walk two to three hours a morning. So I'm like, oh, I can do, you know, whatever. This bitch had me cry, sobbing. I was sobbing in the park through some of this, like part one. I was like, oh, this is, I'm, um, I'm in public. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it's really emotional. It's the first act of the book is about uh, her past, obviously. And mm-hmm. even though we know bits and pieces along the way, she's really gone in and done the, done the work to excavate some pretty painful memories. So yeah. it is, but it is also done with a sense of humor because as she explains in the book, that's how she copes. And she's funny. She, there's some, even in the darkest moments, she has some real witty uh, observations. Her whole career has been, you know, personal. The music has been personal. And now it guides you along the way of the songs. And all of a sudden, all these songs, which she sings uh, throughout the book, have new meaning and deeper meaning. And all of a sudden, specific lyrics, you're like, oh my God, that's literally about that event. And it just totally changes the way you think about her music and where she was when she was recording it. It's really cool to just have that ability to talk about your whole career like that and have music to back it up. I'm very impressed. Yeah, same. My go-to karaoke song is Hero by Mariah Carey. And now I don't think I can ever, well, we can't do karaoke anyway, but I can't do that anymore because I'll start sobbing. I mean, mine is Email My Heart by Brittany, and I don't know that it's as emotional yet, but we're waiting for her good mysterious book, so it might be. Right? Okay, well, if you would like to join on this journey with us, patreon.com slash legends only for everyone in the legend here. That will be coming very soon. We're going to give the girls a few more days to catch up because things have been um, slightly chaotic in the world, to say the least. So, yeah. So, anyway, without further ado, shall we get into this week? Yeah, let's jump into the week's events. So, to start off, I just have to say that I survived this week. Give it up for her. Congratulations. Give it up for her. I had an emotional moment in the park today. I was like, I cannot believe that I did it. It was BTS week. This has been the most stressful week. I had like a a health scare like two weeks ago at the urgent care. And then I had BTS week. I'm just, you know, I'm here. I'm grateful to be here. I had a moment in the park with the turtles and the birds. I've been meditating. Turtles? So they're like, um, I looked this up. <laughs> they are rednecked. Um, That's rude. <laughs> no, no. Like they literally have rednecks. Okay. They're called like redneck something snapping turtles. So they snap. Yeah. I can see how you relate. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's them and then there's another breed, which I need to find out. But there's like another one that's cuter that looks more like cartoony. Um, but anyway, the point is <laughs> that I survived and did not throw myself in the reservoir. So we're here. <laughs> and we're here now. 
Yes, BTS Week was actually very entertaining. I uh, was both covering it for work, but also watching it for my pleasure because I do love the boys. And I have to say it was such a fun, exciting experience every time it struck midnight and people started speculating about what the performance would be of the week. And how cool to like be a, like a stan of a group like that and get to get five days of content. Just very cool. I hope I did that. Like, I really wanted to, because, you know, I, I think I said this on the podcast last week where I was, you know, diving back into MTV circa early 2000s and these specials that we talk about years later, I really was trying to do something similar. Like, I was like, let me create something that fans will remember 10, 15 years from now. Like, I know that that sounds really dramatic, but like, I'm dead ass serious. I agree. I think you I think you did that. And I think, you know, especially given the circumstances, mm-hmm. you did, you know, what you could do in the moment. And they put on some epic stages. And I think it was just a really fun time for them. And they certainly seemed appreciative online. So I know all the fans were sending me really sweet. They still are like literally right now. Um, and I was like, Oh, my God, I really like did that. I made them happy. And not all fans are mean. I Yeah, I don't know what it's like to look at your app mentions and be like, oh, that's nice. Right? I was like, because I, I turned it off because I was like, if I, you know, if I fucked something up, I'm going to get scalped. And like, I've already been through the ringer with Nikki fans. I've been through the ringer with Britney fans. And I was like, the yeah. last thing I need is the K-pop fans to come for me because definitely not. they basically yeah. changed the world at this point. Right. Um, but I think you, you know, you were respectful. You gave them new access to things and or just, you know, it, it was interactive and fun. And that's that's kind of what fans ask for is like to treat them respectfully and mm-hmm. give a good uh, experience. So I think you did that. Yeah. And they wanted us to do proper captions. And so I literally was able to hire proper captioning from the company and they're working on it like I was like I'm like I'm giving this 150% like I'm I see the tweets that's amazing anyway because I've also seen there's been a little bit of a not like uh, certain TikTokers that I follow like their comments kind of get spam with like there's this automated caption thing you can do for for hearing impaired people that when you're talking, it automates the captions or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's different companies that use it. And I'm like, this is a great idea. This should be implemented everywhere. And yeah, even especially like K-pop, like you want to, if you can get the English translations or if you can get at least the lyrics to come up, it's ideal. Definitely. ideal. That's why when like Blackpink comes straight out the gate with like the translations in the videos, which is like amazing. That's how I feel like it should be in the future. Yeah. But well, it yeah. should be up next week, early next week. I got you, Army. Me too. Doing the work. I yeah. I also did my research too and I was like really into their stage setups. Like you know I'm all into mm-hmm. like the mix of like real life mixed with this like virtual whatever. And I was looking at all these old performances and I was like getting super, cause that's what I ultimately I think I want to do in life is like build. Yes. You know, that's your third act or second act or whatever act we're on oh is, is set design. At this point it might be my final act. But... <laughs> so for now, take a bow. <laughs> it's over to you now. <laughs> oh God. Um, no, but like I was doing all the digging and then the song uh, Microcosmos 
Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I am so into this. And like the lyrics and the English translation. And I watched the performance on like the MMAs. I like really did the whole dig and I was like very into it. But um, anyway. And I think it was appreciated. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think K-pop fans, especially for BTS fans, they want their, they want like people to know that it's not just throwaway fluffy pop and that their lyrics are usually pretty meaningful social justice, like empowerment. And, you know, it's more than just, they have their fun songs too, but you know, and I think it's cool when that comes across. And so anyway, yeah, I think you did a great job. BTS week was a success. I saw that it's trending. Mm-hmm. Also, can I say something like kind of deep for a second? Uh-oh. That was kind of inspired by the Mariah book as well. Oh, go for it. You know how you've been working on your website a lot lately and you say that you feel like you're reconnecting with what your passion is? Yeah. So I've been on my walks and stuff, and if people think it's silly or whatever, that's fine. But I've been trying to have moments of grounding, like meditating and stuff. And I feel like despite all of the stress and I, you know, I obviously can't get into like the... What you see online is a lot harder to make happen than it looks, I guess, is the point. Always, yeah. There's just a lot that goes into it. And so all of that aside, creating this experience, I felt genuinely like, okay, this is my passion. And I felt it and I was excited by it. Despite being exhausted, not sleeping, being stressed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I had like that's a great. moment. That's the feeling that we're we're chasing. Right? So like that spark where you're like, oh, this is my purpose. And it's like gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> that too. But like, <laughs> you know, I had one of those moments this week too where I was like, okay, anyway, I don't want to get I emotional. That. I actually felt that in something that we're gonna talk about very soon. Uh-huh. Um content, other content, um, that kind of it gets kicked off with a with a breaking news alert. It does, um, which I still don't have a theme song for. Uh, I think I was, we just 24-7 R9 watch. Yeah. <laughs> we should record a... I'm going to send you voice lines to record on voice memos. Okay. I'll be in touch. Um, and I'll just do melodies. <laughs> yeah. I'll be Melody Thornton, and I'll go off scripts, and I'll be like... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you to loosen up my twenty four seven. Sing it, my line, baby. <laughs> oh my god, there's a part in the. Uh, I'm saving it. It's a surprise. There's a part in the book that, like, okay, the Mariah book that is literally me on every episode of Legends Only. Um, <laughs> but I'm saving the soundboard for the Patreon girls. Perfect. Um, Yes, everyone. Breaking 24-7 R9 Watch News. She was asked about the album, and she didn't yell at the fans. (laughs) She didn't. No, she actually gave her most honest, I think, response that she could give yet. I think this was her most clear, uh, non-trolly response yet. Yes. She said, quote, I just want to have fun with music. And I was like, thank you. And all I heard was because you've ruined the word fun for me, <laughs> was our soundboard. Oh. We're all gonna have fun! Literally, I just heard her saying that. <laughs> Good luck booking that stage you speak of. Yeah, she basically said um, she's spent years and years making music and that she's written songs in writing camps forever, but now she feels a little freer to do her own thing, because she can, 
and she just wants to make music that's fun and that makes her happy. And she then implied, I think, that music is kind of ready. But she was like, yeah, I want a tour, but not right now. And obviously I can't. And I feel like she implied that the pandemic pushed back what might have been some plans to start the campaign. So, you know, I think it was her most honest answer yet. And as we've said, this whole experience... I don't really blame anyone for not putting out music or putting out music right now. Cause I'm like, I get it on both sides. Like, so do you guys I know love you wanna... clubbing? Are you dancers? <laughs> yes, Especially we are. Especially because this entire year has been full of incredible dance music and it's like, enjoy it uh, at home. I know. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I was having a little dance party by myself last night to dynamite. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm still at home, but whatever. Well, I've been discovering because uh, their Purity Ring, this group, did a cover of Alice DJ's Better Off Alone, which, <gasps> a classic. What? A classic. They gave it sort of like an emo makeover. Wait, like Purity uh, Ring, like, begin again, begin Yeah. <gasps> they did. It's one of the many things I have queued up to write about this weekend, because they... The girls need to talk to each other before New Music Friday because this was a stupid New Music Friday. It was like 20 albums in a row. But anyway. Yeah, I haven't listened to anything. No, it's too much. Uh, I was so, I was like angry. (laughs) I can't process all of this. Right, like there needs to just be like one batch of releases at the first day of the month. Stagger it through the week. I know we care about charts, but like. Stagger it it through the year. One album a month. I can't do it anymore. It's too much. (laughs) You also play rock, paper, scissor for the date, and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> One album a month. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, Purity Ring did a Better Off Alone cover. It's not dancey. It's more moody version of it. But then that inspired me to find a Spotify playlist called Better Off Alone. And it's, I mean, Darude Sandstorm. It's Better Off, um, it, better off Alone, obviously. Eiffel 65, Blue. Ooh. like. All of our all of our early O's, late nineties dance bops. And that was a good little gym moment. Iconic. But, yeah. When we're out of this, I'm making you host a early OO's night. Oh my god, that would actually be so fun to just do like kick off with Sandstorm and just go from there and oh Castles in the Sky, <sighs> Ian Van Dahl. Oh tell me why I'm absolutely doing that in 2024. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> 2022. It could go down so well too at uh what's that place in Brooklyn that felt like a castle? <gasps> um oh, the Brooklyn Barrage. Barrage. Oh, don't yeah. even get me started. One of their posts came up on my Instagram the other day and I got so upset. But anyway. And speaking of dreaming. We'll be dreaming of clubbing and dancing tonight. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of dreaming, clubbing, dancing, and legends, Kelly Clarkson did another fucking amazing cover this week of the legend Selena, mm-hmm. Dreaming of You. God, this song, ever since the Selena movie, I feel like has stuck with me, which I know that kind of makes me fake fan or whatever, but I was younger and, uh, this song always gets me. And, you know, a legend covering a legend. We love to see it. Kelly Oki going strong in the pandemic. She gets to perform in studio to her virtual audience. I... Um, thank God she has her band with her. <laughs> but 
God, yeah. I'll never really get the sight of them dancing to Vin Diesel out of my brain now. Oh, absolutely not. Like, it is <laughs> seared in my brain. <laughs> like, that's going to be in the, like, rich Jazz Reacts, like, 2020 compilation of the shit show of this year. Oh, it It'll needs to be. Flash to that every three seconds. It needs to be that with every guest on Wendy Williams rolled out on the screen. <laughs> Mixed with the cinnamon toast crunches in the baseball audience. Oh, yeah. What else was ridiculous that I saw? Did you see South Park just did? Um, I saw they did a COVID special, and it was their first ever hour-long special. That's how they marketed it. Yeah, so to promo it, they put every single South Park character ever in the audience, I think at a baseball game or a hockey game or something. I can't even tell the difference anymore. Yeah. Um, I... (laughs) I don't even know who has the best one. I know, they're really good, but ultimately the best one might still be the dystopian nightmare that is the Drew Barrymore show, which Rich has been continuing to caption week by week. I don't need to see the show. I just need to see the recap of her screaming. (laughs) Yes, everyone. Rich Juz, who we shouted out a few weeks ago, has continued to make these Drew Barrymore show compilations at the end of the week. And it is so I forget so about funny. it every Friday, and then I see it come up. <laughs> week three. It's going strong. <laughs> oh. I mean, I love Drew, but that that's a lot of energy. Yeah. Her <laughs> audience virtual thing is also weird. I don't think I've seen what they do. It reminds me of... Oh, no, they projected behind her. Yeah, it's like a screen, but she looks like a classroom teacher that's, yeah. like, pointing to the screen and being like, hi, class. And, like, it, it's just, like, Ellen has these 10-foot screens. Yeah. Wendy has them behind her and then a rolly wheel. Drew has them on, like, a whiteboard, it looks like. Kelly Clarkson has them in the audience. It's all just so fucking stupid looking. It is. I saw a TikTok of somebody filming their audience um, appearance, and she was just clapping at the screen and cheering alone as her roommate filmed her. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I know. I really want them to do... Didn't we talk about this on the podcast recently with um, Cruise in USA? Yes. Someone needs to do, and I'm putting this idea out there because I've already pitched it in other places and it got rejected. So I'm throwing it out there into the world and I don't have the technology to do it. But like, how funny would it be if someone did Mario Kart or whatever and the virtual audience was actual real people? Like there's something there that could be funny. There is. We'll, we'll send it on over to Nintendo. Yeah, do it. Super Smash Brothers. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, yes. Well, another cover from Collegians. And then... Um, I don't even have a segue for this one. Oh, no? No. Well? <laughs> I see that we have quarantine knee and there's nothing to talk about. No, I think she went on a trip, though. I saw her and Sam went on a plane wearing masks, which not everybody does. N- nope. But I couldn't um, tell where they were. There was a palm no, tree. Either, but it looked like a the private like uh, runway or whatever. That I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it looked somewhere warm. You could tell by the fashion they were wearing. Well, like me, I don't think she dresses for the season usually. Yeah, so me neither. Who I'm knows? Short shorts. <laughs> well, um, I love speaking of her attire. It's a short shorts 
nope. Uh, hit it. <laughs> High fashion. <laughs> So Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Okay, so I have a high fashion moment this week. I'm back. Last week I was, uh, MI- well, this week I was pretty MAA too. But this week in high fashion editorial, I would like to shout out my Stephanie Jeromato for her new whatever they are's. Head Rush and Heat Spell from House Labs. The promos. Yeah, are they uh, are they palettes? I think they're eyeshadows. Oh. Well, I won't know until Nikki Tutorials does a swatch. Literally. Check and, you know. But yeah, I did see the promo pics. They looked very hot. So good. And the video, too. I was like, oh my god, she's literally a billboard. You know, she uh, gives us... One music video, and she says that'll that'll last them for six to eight months, right? Right. I, can I? I'm going to critique my Stephanie here for a second. Enough. Is it the application of the eyeshadow. No, oh. that'll be next week. Um, that you can take up with Sarah Tano, whoever, <laughs> whoever has a problem with her makeup. With Manny Mua, yeah, <laughs> and James Charles. I'm sure they'll be doing a House Labs review. Oh, um, I'm sure. No, but I just want to say, Stephanie, this is directly to you. Enough with the promo and the ads. Mm. She has done more music videos for Rolex or whatever that thing was. And House Labs, when we need a thousand doves, we need Alice, we need Chromatica 2, we need Sign from Above. We need more music videos, not Rolex commercials. Mm. Tell her. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, Stephanie. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. Unless she's planning some spectacular for the end of the year, it's definitely been a quieter, quieter album campaign. Yeah. But Hashtag ad. I can't really judge. We have. I know we just got a sponsor, so I can't really make fun of Stephanie. <laughs> I just really want a music video for a thousand doves. That's me being selfish. Maybe she's just making it go the distance and spacing it out really far. Let's let's go with that. Okay, fair. Chromatica four coming 2021 right exactly well we still have the chromatica ball that everyone got postponed their tickets and all that so there's not new dates for that right i don't think so okay good because that'd be annoying yeah she's gonna wait and see oh my god when chromatica ball actually happens if y'all thought i was crazy now you have no idea oh you're gonna go in full tinfoil i know it oh i'm gonna break both knees and arms (laughs) i'm gonna dance so hard Oh my god. No, but I just got at the visual of when I said that. What? And I think about this all the time. Do you remember that time that I armographied that guy in the face at Monster Bar and broke his I glasses? Do. Oh my Very god. Very vividly. You fully sl- smacked that man's <laughs> face while you were doing well work bitch, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so everyone hears the story and I think about this all the time. And if that man is out there listening, I apologize. I was doing armography. Still find, trying to find your name to sue you, but <laughs> I was doing armography to work, bitch, and I made, the work it out flick. Yes, the work it out flick, and I whacked this man <laughs> so fucking hard right in his face, and his glasses were busted. Flew, flew, <laughs> wig and glasses flew. Ah. Uh, oh. And I still, to this day, this is like, what, two years ago? Yeah. 
<laughs> I still feel guilty as if it was yesterday. I mean, it was it was an intense attack, it but was, it was a really hard armography. <laughs> you um, know what? Don't get near you on the dance floor. That's what everyone says. What was Don't that? Get too close. <laughs> Literally <laughs> six feet away. Yeah, you were just doing social distancing before it was cool. Oh God, I feel so bad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> What's your high fashion? So my high fashion, to no surprise, is the Savage X Fenty fashion show, uh, which is now available on Amazon Prime Video, not sponsored. Um, it It's volume two. There was one last year. And it was just incredible. I cannot believe how many people were involved in it, but done in a way it was shot in the pandemic. They took the proper precautions and on all of that. And it was a really well done display of fashion and music and models. And it was the most inclusive, diverse array of people, genders, skin tones, sizes. And it was such a celebration of bodies and like just confidence and power. And it felt so modern and fresh to be like, they didn't make it like a spectacle, like, oh, wow, our first ever plus size model sort of thing. You know, that is so like, I think like insulting in my opinion that it was just like, here's everybody, like anyone can be, you know, empowered in their body. And it it's so Rihanna, in my opinion, just, it was so cool. And everyone looked super hot, you know, it was everyone from, so they had performances scattered in between. Uh, like Ro- Rosalia, Bad Bunny, um, there was Travis Scott, there was so many people. And then there were so many uh, models. And the cool part about it was that it wasn't a traditional runway. There were runway-esque moments, but sometimes they were dancing, sometimes they were strutting on like moving mechanics and things like that. It was everyone, Paris Hilton, Demi Moore, um, uh, Lizzo, who else was there? Oh my God, it was so many people. My dog, it was so excited about it too. Um, <laughs> oh, Normani. She was like boobalicious in all white. She was so hot in that. And uh, my favorite moment obviously goes to Rihanna herself, who kind of bursts out of this flower, kind of like Poison Ivy in Batman versus Robin. And it was very gay rights. Oh, also Shea Coulee and Gigi Good and Jada Essence Hall there was a whole segment about drag in it and how she's inspired by it. I was just shook by like, she just gets it. And uh, so Rihanna bursts out, just does a sassy walk and it's set was it to as iconic as the fresh out the runway moment. I think that one's still the ultimate. Cause she was like, oh, that was such a moment, but this was good. It's just that this was like in the midst of everything. So it just felt like part of the scene. She was still like the moment, but it was a fierce walk just the look she gave the camera was everything. And then um, it was set to an instrumental called Real High, which the stands found out was a registered song, a new song from her. And we think this is possibly an R9 song. So some fans said it was like cockiness, the song from Talk the Talk. Very cool song so far. So, and of course her fucking, I posted the picture. Like there are so many pictures of her in it, but the ones of her in black and white, like, as I continue sliding down the Kinsey scale, which is not for earthquakes, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm... She's I saw so that hot. word, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's literally, I think, the second time in my life I've ever heard someone use that word. Well, I'm full of surprises, but 
that was basically that. And uh, yeah, she looks super hot. And I just thought, what an incredible thing to pull off. It's under her name. She's such a boss. She's a goddess. And uh, I can't stand hard enough for Riri. So the whole show is on Amazon Prime? Yep. It's an hour. You can watch it, the whole thing. And it's split up between performances and like displays of the fashion and behind the scenes videos with Rihanna talking about her aesthetic and music and sexuality and drag and everything. And it's just like, she is so evolved at this point from like being who she was as a pop star, which is fine in its own right. But now she's like such a creator and entrepreneur that you can see her mind has expanded so much. And she's just, and also all these people have been an influence on her. You can tell her mind has expanded on like inclusivity, sexuality and all that stuff where she's just so in on it and cool. And like, Oh, I just, just love it. So I highly recommend watching it if you want to see some performances and sexy people all over the place. Okay, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> oh, and Erica Jane and like boob tassels too. Oh. Yeah, it's a really fun display of people that are all in the same room together. And you're like, wow, I can't even believe that Erica Jane, Paris Hilton, just tons of people were all interacting with each other at the same time. Christian Combs, just tons of people. This is a place for legends. Okay. It was very cool. <laughs> yes. To watch it. I mean, I love Definitely. her. So. And you'll be really inspired by the set design and the lighting specifically, I thought was very cool. The projections and just what they did. Yeah. My dog really loved it. So. Oh, what was that? <laughs> what did he say? Uh, I agree. I think he I said, um, oh, where's yeah. the Normani album? That's what I heard. <laughs> That is what he said. <laughs> Honestly, the question on everyone's minds. And now I do have a special fashion award. It's the honorary, um, you know how there's like CDFA? This one's the CFA, the Clown Fashion Award. Um, <laughs> it doesn't get awarded too often, but in this case, we the are giving CFA? it the CFA. Okay, I like that. <laughs> the honorary Clown Award goes to... Miss Lana Del Rey, give it up for her. Isn't she ignorant? Um, oh. I, <laughs> first of all, I have gone so hard for Lana ever since Born to Die. I've, you know, defended her through the SNL thing and all of that. And this year, she has just done everything in her power to make me unstand, and I hate it. She had that awful series of events on Instagram where she just seemed totally tone deaf about Black Lives Matter her like general participation in that was really questionable and just didn't feel great. And then now she did that interview magazine where she posed in that glittery see-through mask. And I didn't like that shot anyway, because I was like, that's a terrible message to send. I don't care if it's fashionable. I just, it felt very stupid. She loves that mask and she fucking wore it for a meet and greet for the signing of her poetry book over the weekend. And not only did she wear it and it was like, okay, well maybe she just like kind of kept it chill and quiet. She documented all of it. Her fans were trying to like play down the videos and photos on Twitter. And she herself posted like a full live stream of her in the mask meeting people. And I'm like, act the fool girl. I'm here. Act the fool. I just, it's an actual meet and greet too. It's not like she went outside. Inside, now some fans are claiming that there's like a mesh cover behind the... I think it's a terrible message either way, and I don't believe that's even true. And I just... 
what a mockery of just basic human decency. And I don't like to get to you on people about the mask thing, but at the oh, same I time, know. I know you do. I just feel like that's so disrespectful to like purposely wear one that isn't even effective. It's like, then don't fucking wear the mask. If you're going to go like that, like go all out, don't wear it then. Like that is such a rude signal to send and she gives no fucks. And I'm like rapidly unstanding because she just looks really ignorant this year. And and I hate to say that, but I mean, her comments too on the posts are all her fans just being like, I love you. Don't do that. Please, like, don't wear that mask. But are we surprised yeah. though? Because I mean, she's not the only one. I I don't know because this is a little different because it was a fan event. And I would think you'd know better, you know, when you have someone like Gaga in comparison who wore a mask even during her televised interview which surely she was tested beforehand for for that sunday interview she still wore it because she said that she wants to send the message and ariana's done the same and if you're gonna document it too like i just it was a terrible look you can see her smile right through it and i just it really disappointed me i saw the photo with her smile through it and i thought that the stands did that face like a face app thing and i was like oh that's really funny and then i saw her post and I was like oh that wasn't a meme someone actually she actually that's real (laughs) yeah it's just uh, it's hard for me to justify or defend and she's not high up on my list already because I did not love her whole thing about uh, defending herself as a sensitive artist and kind of lumping in all those other artists it just it was not it's not been her year for me at all i'm not impressed that's basically it what was she meeting and greeting about she just released her poetry book so she was signing that which is another i'm not it's not really of interest to me i've heard a few oh my god what is it called um yeah i'm really i'm i'm struggling on this on this on the lawn train but if you if you want uh violent bent backwards over the grass is the title of the poetry book and she's got she's got a album on the way called chemtrails over the country club which actually is a good funny title but i don't know i don't know i'm sorry to totally go off but and i'm not usually no, the one you, you... <laughs> I was going to say, I just was like, ah, and I was pulling myself back. Um, so, um, it's different when it's a, a fan-to-fan event and it was in public in person. It just felt like extremely disrespectful. It's also so selfish and self-centered. Yeah. Like you're so, you, oh, what, what word should I, I just... use? You, <laughs> wait, what's the song? Um, wait, this is a Sugar Babe song or something. Um <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this right. Um, push the button. No, shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Wait, push no. I'm getting I'm getting somewhere. Right? Sugar base. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Okay. Wanna push the button. You just push the button. Um, I did. <laughs> I'm so proud of that reference. Thank you. I've been secretly doing research on certain things, and that's one of them. I love it. So when you said, I think I just pushed the button, I was like, wanna push the button. Um, God. No, but this is what I'll say about Lana. Like, you're so selfish and self-centered. You can't just sign them and mail them to people, like, that you have to have an in-person. Well, 
to to that Christian, it was like an impromptu thing. And I, I also wouldn't have cared, honestly, if she wore a proper mask and there was some sort of distance situation. Yeah, it just talk fe- about things that are impromptu. Look what happened in the past few days. <clears throat> How'd that work out? Um, <laughs> I mean, she could have worn the mask. That's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, or she could just log out. Um, anyway. That too. Anyway, not my Speaking favorite year of for clowns. Her. Shall we discuss this new music video from Dua Lipa? Well, I <laughs> I don't have a problem with this. I, I think do. this is yours. Should because... I go first? <laughs> I clearly. Um, first of all, she's been acting a fool all summer. We stand Future Nostalgia, one of the best albums of the year. We're not mm-hmm. taking that away from her. However, she wants to all of a sudden put out this music video where they're literally crammed in a little closet partying. Granted, they probably did proper protocols and all that. I'm not doubting that in any way, shape or form, but like, girl, you have not been fucking, you have not been doing that all year. Don't all of a sudden now I I can't. Don't start now. (laughs) I need to stop. I need to stop now. I'm just like, why can't you green screen everyone? If it's an official production at this point, there are protocols in place and, and there was testing and all of that. So I'm not bothered by it. But but like, what kind of message is that sending? You're partying in a room, dancing to levitating. Well, I think it's a little different because it's a production. And, you know, then you can say that about the Fenty show because that was in the pandemic, too, because that okay. was like 100 people. But, but Rihanna's think... also not doing that all year long where she's been out partying without. Well, I, you know, to two different things. I, I don't think the partying without a mask is good in her personal life. But at the same time, as entertainers, I think there's new protocols in place. And I do think it's a job and it's work. And Gaga just wasn't wearing a mask in her video. And I, you know, I, I don't really, I think now at this point, we've advanced to a stage where I'm okay with entertainers doing videos of any kind, as long as they've followed the protocols and want to create a spectacle, a little getaway, yeah, be reminded. I don't All know. Right, I, point. I'm personally I think not, I'm also just. With, I think you're probably just carrying over her social media stuff, which is fair from earlier yeah. in the summer. Of, well, also of, there's a severity in the past seven days that has escalated. So I think I'm sure. also like when I was met with that visual of like partying in this room, and I'm like my feed, like my social media feed, I don't know about you, but like a lot of people have just given up on like whatever. And New York numbers are going up. We obviously all know the biggest news this week. Like there's a severity that has increased in the past seven days where I'm like, maybe I was just admittedly jarred by the visual. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this. Uh, People are, have a livelihood in a job at this point and I'm okay with it. But I, you know, as far as the video itself, I, I thought it was really fun and I liked it a lot and I thought she looked really hot. I don't think it was anything shocking or, or particularly extraordinary, but I thought she looked really good. And, you know, I'm glad that levitating is getting more, I mean, we didn't even talk about the fact that it's out for a third time, which is like hilarious. It's the radar of, future nostalgia um (laughs) she basically and i don't blame her like obviously the levitating remix certain people were um (laughs) more unwilling to show up for videos and promote properly so i feel like that is a song that deserves to be a hit so she was just like you know what fuck it i'm gonna throw on uh one of the most in-demand rappers at the moment and i'm also gonna just put it out more in its original flavor and i have no doubt it'll 
do well for her. But yeah, the future nostalgia keeps coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think you're definitely sensitive. Like, I can't even listen to Future Nostalgia. Oh, you're really mad. Yeah, like sh- something, I don't know what it was. I'll talk about it with my therapist next week. That might be I'll be good. like, we need to talk about Dua Lipa this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be good. But clowns I Clowns will be, clowns will be, clowns will be, clowns will be clowns. Anyway. Well, she's also got a video with Miley coming. They <gasps> shot it over the weekend. Oh my God, um, just kidding, I stand. <laughs> and Miley walked out completely bloody. Fake blood. Oh. That we so know of. Is it what I we have no idea because we don't even know what it could be Miley's song, it could be Dua's. We we know that future nostalgia side B or whatever it'll be called is coming. But we also know that Miley's album's coming. So it could be either. I don't know. Or a cover of something. Sour candy cover. <gasps> oh my god, I stand. <laughs> I'll forgive Dua ev- for everything if she does yeah. sour candy. Um <laughs> Wait, know what else we didn't even put on here? Speaking of Miley, her Heart of Glass cover. Yes, her Heart of Glass cover is now on streaming. I know. Some people don't love that she kind of screams the whole thing, but I think it's fitting for her right now. That's like her vibe. I have to say, she can fucking sing. She can, and I think being on this rock edge kind of vibe, this is her pocket. This is her lane. It's so her. Like... It's not country necessarily, but she could do that. But it's like kind of a twangy rock kind of vibe. I'm just, this is her, this is her vibe. I'm oh just God. really into this journey for her. No, what I was just thinking. What? She should do a cover of You Oughta Know. Oh, absolutely. Ugh. She's hitting all the spots of like, she's giving such like Joan Jett, Annie Lennox, Stevie Nicks, uh, Debbie Harry, like all these kind of vibes that, and she's doing those covers, like the Maneater cover giving you edge of 17 and midnight sky like she's just hitting all the right spots and yeah heart of glass blondie cover from the iheart radio music festival is now out that's fantastic also a smart idea to put out the performance on streaming so we don't have to download mp3s yes i think that more artists should do this regularly so also, did anyone notice that she had a heart-themed performance? She did Who Owns My Heart, uh, Heart of Glass, and Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. Oh, the concept even... for the heart is basically about the heart. Yeah, for iHeart. I didn't even put it oh. together until I wrote down the song she did, and I was like, wait a minute. That felt, I mean, it could have been an accent because those are all her songs and whatever, but it felt very like, oh. Oh, no, we I don't think it's an accident. Miley's no, smart. Yeah. She didn't do it. Uh, who owns my heart in almost a decade so iconic i really want her to do bottom of the ocean next well what she needs to do is a full can't be tamed decade honoring performance start to finish robot needs a massive 2020 performance needs to be in a robot suit but that's just me robot would be so good right now especially with her rock vocals yes and (gasps) so good the city of angels is lonely at night. If she wants to pretend it's an Ashley O moment, that's fine. I mean, Ashley O, honestly, in the pandemic, Ashley O would be thriving. She really would be. She would be on Roblox with Ava Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm a hoe. <laughs> anyway. I'm so glad that we got to have a moment where we heard Ashley O in a real bar 
in public and got to dance to it before the pandemic hit. Yeah, grateful for those memories. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Speaking of uh, some new music, shall we? <laughs> um, well. Well, we'll start with your fave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I listened to one new song this week, and I'm not even kidding. I, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, <laughs> one of the busiest new music Fridays in weeks. Listens to nothing. Listens um, to what? Song? No, okay, so I've been like on an EDM kick. I've been listening to Dead Mouse all week. Um, oh, okay. It's embarrassing to admit. But um, Trisha Paytas, the freaky chanteuse herself. And the only reason why I listened to this is because my friend texted it to me. Hi, Chris. I know you're listening. And the song is called Only Fan. And I was like, oh my God, Legends Only Fan. But it's kind mm-hmm. of a bop. And it's, she, um, she shouts out freaky in it. She's like, told ya I was freaky. <laughs> Basically me singing. Basically. It, uh, you know, I gave it one listen uh, out of respect. <laughs> and it, it gave me, you know, somebody who has heard Ariana Grande's music once kind of vibes. Um, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm really just... Uh, What's the word I would like to use here? Um, something's not clicking in recent weeks. I'll just say that. The taste has, um, the flavor is just uh, a little sour. <laughs> I feel like two weeks in a row, I'm like, oh my God, Vin Diesel, Bop, <laughs> Trisha Paytas, yes. Oh my God. But yeah, you know what? Well, That's what makes the show so great is the contrast between refined taste <laughs> unique and interesting <laughs> and you know you so hi right, well you know you bring very cool and different <laughs> recommendations well brad good luck <laughs> oh i literally I don't, i'm looking at all these things i don't know half who half these people are right no, i lie. know i do know who they all are um, well, we've got a lot of ground, and I'll just preface this by saying because now consistently I get a DM or two every week just being like, you missed the following. And it's just like all of the this things. This week I'm it's like, going to be like, how do you I, deal with him? Right. It's I don't – even though I feel like I, ta- I say way too many things of, about recommendations, I there's always like one that I didn't mention, and I will miss plenty this week. But – the highlights are as follows. Um, number one, and literally number one on trending right now and probably through the re- weekend, is Miss Megan The Stallion has a song out called Don't Stop. And it also has a video by Colin Tilly, uh, the same director as uh, WAP, and also I think he did Nikki's Anaconda, and he's been around for a while. He's incredible. Alice in Wonderland theme video. First, I love Don't Stop. I think the chorus is really good. I feel like she has a hook on her hands that probably will go the distance for her, hopefully. Um, oh, Young Thug's on it as well. And he goes sort of Edward Scissorhands in the video while she does Alice in Wonderland. She has like a Cheshire Cat look, the Queen of Hearts. My name isn't Alice. <laughs> yes, so she does that. And um, the video also features two people from Legendary, which she's a guest on. And if you haven't yet, I highly suggest watching it. It is the voguing reality competition series on HBO Max, which is getting a second season already. And yeah, she has um, 
Honey Balenciaga and Michaela Lonvin are doing their Vogue thing while she's like on a giant rocking horse. It's very, very chic, very cool. I don't know. I just, I love it. And uh, Megan is just killing it this year. I mean, in spite of everything, her, her personal drama, to say the least, and also uh, the pandemic. Like, I just feel like she's absolutely had such an amazing 2020. So we stand. You'll look that one up. Also, um, um, quick note, because you mentioned Nikki. Nikki had her Bobby. <gasps> That's right. Little Bobby Minaj. We, we, need a, we definitely need a soundboard thing for like a baby reveal or something. <laughs> what could it be? Um, oh, maybe it should be like, you should be at home worrying about your baby. <laughs> oh, literally, I'll <laughs> put you? it in there. Yeah. I do not need to get dragged by the Nicki Minaj fans again, though. That's true. That would probably go uh, go left. But anyway, baby, a little baby that's at home by itself. <laughs> yeah, maybe that one won't work. Actually, Megan King Edmonds. <laughs> right. Uh. She told me to go home and worry about my baby. <laughs> no wonder why her daughter doesn't talk to her. No. <laughs> I need to add a Kelly Dodd soundboard. I don't. There's so many things for you to do. I know. I have a I have a long list of things to get done. A long list of ex-lovers. <laughs> no, that is a list that I was is I going to say, well, actually. <laughs> that list so, is zero. <laughs> well, so is mine in the pandemic. So clean slate in the pandemic. Yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know where we were. But, oh, yes, congratulations to Nikki, a mother. We're going to get the mother album from her now. We're gonna get ray of uh, ray of light, but, but no, it's not gonna be ray of light. It's gonna be ray of Roman's holiday. <laughs> Baby's first Pink Friday. Yeah, <laughs> will be it. Oh my god, Roman's revenge. Yes. If you want it, I'm gonna be baby boom boom. <laughs> no, I don't even know what's that store called. <laughs> Babies are us. Oshkosh bagosh. Yeah. <laughs> Just met a boy, just met a boy, when? For sure. <laughs> he could oh, come oh, inside gosh. of my little playpen. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that all these bitches are her sons, but she had a daughter. Oh. <laughs> this is for the girls, the swan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, speaking of the girls. That's right, the girls themselves. Blackpink... In our area, the revolution is here. The album, which is more like the EP, <laughs> is here. It is, I think, twenty-four minutes long. They said album, not this. They so they sour like candy. <laughs> yeah, which they could have included on here, but they did not. Blackpink arrived with their album. It is led by a song called "Love Sick Girls," which actually is co-penned by Jenny and Jisoo. And David Guetta does the production. And it actually reminds me of a little bit of the energy of Where Them Girls At, the Guetta song with Nikki. Um, I stand. Very electropop, kind of 2015, 14 era with an Iconopop. <laughs> Where I'm stuck. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of I Love It, Iconopop. It's uh, about how we're all going to die alone, but why are we still looking for love, which is like relatable. <laughs> and. I really enjoy the album. I think it's too short. I think it's, you know, a tease. And I kind of just feel like it's more like the latest step in their global takeover. I mean, it's just so impressive that they have Selena and Cardi and David Guetta and Ryan Tedder 
and largely English songs on the album as well, or it's heavily in English. And I think it just represents like how global they've gone. I really like it. And I did a little review on MTV Australia, but really I mostly talked about... Oh, she's international. Yeah, they they asked me. As, as I said, I never turned down a request from the homeland of the Minogues. So did that. And um, really it's just... In the land down under thinking about their legacy and what they've accomplished so far. And this kind of just feels like a little victory lap in that I'm excited to see what's next for them. Cause it's so funny that it's their debut and they've been around for four years. So it's their debut any- album. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's called the album, but it's only eight songs long. So it's like, you're sure it's not the EP. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm going to look well, yeah. that one up. Yeah. But they've, you know, they've done minis before of like four songs. And so this one, I guess, is an album's worth. But, you know, I just think it's the latest move in their takeover. And they have Cardi doing tweets for them. Um, they they have a song, a song with Cardi called Betuana, which is kind of, it gives me like a little bit of Megan Trainer. <laughs> it's kind of like bubbly, up tempo kind of pop like that. Or like, I don't know, maybe a little mixy. Kind of that vibe. But yeah, it's really confident and cocky. Uh, my favorite one to quote is Pretty Savage, where they say things like, um, they got two lines in this that's my favorite. We some bitches you can't manage, which I was like, oh, girls. But then <laughs> fucking Lisa says, born skinny bitch. <laughs> skinny. Skinny. So uh, they're just very confident, very confident girls. So I like it. Very I Don't Need a Man vibes. In my opinion, is a very feminist kind of leaning album because it's very success and happiness above everything, like taking over the world. Boys, maybe, don't need them. I like it. So yeah, that's Blackpink in your area. Oh. I'll get to it in a month. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, global takeovers, live from the Tokyo Dome, uh. Mariah Carey, now I did listen to this. I'm lying. I did listen to something new. The (laughs) rarities. That is old. Yeah. Something borrowed, something blue. Something iconic. Yes, that's you. It's the rarities, everyone. Uh, Available now to coincide with the meaning of Mariah Carey. It is a very clever take on doing a unreleased album because she goes through all of her eras, which not everyone has, and kind of gives you a taste of what each era's unreleased sounds like. It's so good. I mean, we I all... love that. Yeah, it gives, she gives you the date in the title. So, like, you know, if you're a fan of, like, okay, she was doing Daydream when she was doing this. It kind of reminds me of what they were trying to do with the singles collection from Britney. Uh, yeah. How each single had, like, a B-side to it. Right. But we already right, knew right. all of them. Yeah, it was sort of like, well, you released that in Europe, so... I feel like people are going to start copying Mariah, what she did here. Yeah, this is a really smart format. I think, well, the most exciting part has to be Loverboy Firecracker original version, which we are going to go into that in depth in the book. I think it's probably Act 2 or Act 3. But this is really where I don't know her Jennifer Lopez feud comes into play. Can I say something? Oh, yeah. I listened to this and I understood why it was unreleased. Well, the only reason it was unreleased is because of Jennifer Lopez. The sample that you hear in the rarities, J-Lo and Tommy Mottola, I mean, and I don't want to blame J-Lo here. Tommy Mottola really is probably the, the one who's done this, is they snatched that sample for the I'm Real remix um, for J-Lo like a month before this was supposed to come out. 
they scrapped it. And we're going to get into it in the book because I don't even know all the specific details yet because I haven't hit that part. But Same. Um, that is what kind of led to some drama because uh, it, it was known that Mariah had sampled that song for Loverboy and that it was coming. But, you know, Tommy went behind her back and gave it to J-Lo and uh, they had to shelve it and they came up with a different sample to use instead. I don't really like that song. What? Loverboy. Oh. Am I going to get dragged for saying that? You are. But... Is it like one of the top to to the uh, lambs? I don't think, I don't know. I think it's... Like, is Loverboy to the lambs what Born to Make You Happy is to us? Well, I don't actually know, but I think it's definitely a bit beloved for being sort of, um, because it was elusive. the subject of controversy. It was elusive. Yeah, it was glitter. Oh, I never glitter. liked Loverboy. I always thought it was bad. <laughs> Okay. I think it's amazing. And I think, I think because I get demo-itis a lot, where if you hear the first version of a song, you fall in love with that version of it, regardless right. of what the... But her original intent was to have it sound like this. And I also feel like this isn't finished. I think the mixing of it is not finished. Um, or maybe it is. But um, I think this would have been a summer hit and would have been great for her as well. I think we're too used to how it actually sounds but you know i like the Not vision my favorite um but <laughs> i do love that this rarities had the live from the tokyo dome album oh yeah i was getting my life this morning emotions always be my baby hero like my number one is emotions and always be my baby mm. Like it's a and like hero. That's like my trio of Mariah songs. Mine is my all. Ooh, the roof and God. I mean, I really stand hate you actually from memoirs, but meteorite. Oh, meteorite. Bop. Of course, that whole album's <laughs> underrated. Can we go into that album one day? Because that album was oh, absolutely so but, good. You yeah, don't know what I, to do. Oh yeah. Ugh, bop. Justice for me, I am Mariah, truly. But yeah, I the Tokyo Dome live is incredible and was like much demanded among the Lambley for years. Can I and, say something else? Oh yeah. Since I'm already canceled by this yes. point of the episode, I've at least three times. I want Kaigo to take these live vocals and do a remix. Oh yeah, you're absolutely no, getting canceled. <laughs> Bye everyone. This is my last episode. <laughs> Um, I think there's something to be said about, I don't know if it'll be Kygo, but I do think um, there's definitely something to be said about um, giving one of the classics new life with a remix uh, for like a summer hit sometime. But yeah, I don't know. if Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe. I don't know if it'll be Kygo. But <laughs> well, maybe I'll uh, teach myself Logic Pro. Honestly, and yeah, it'll the T-Kygo mix. The T-Kygo mix. I'm just saying, like, don't underestimate me. Well, see you at Ultra. I mean, if I get my hands on Logic Pro. But I will say this, actually, because going back to my earlier point about, like, finding my passion again, I Mm -hmm. feel like, and I feel more comfortable saying this now because I've been going to therapy and she's been telling me that it's okay to, like, be proud of yourself and be proud of your accomplishments, which is something that I never always believed. Um, 
I feel like anytime I put my mind to something, I am really good at it. I mean, this has been documented time and time again. So if you do want to be a producer, I don't have any doubt that you could. I have another vision. I'll tell you in private because I'm not, I don't want, it's, you know. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. The Brad, wheels are turning. Brad knows all the secrets, all the secret projects, all the shenanigans. So That's true. Yeah. Um, I am not yet also a secret DJ producer, but I might be also. But until then, I also want to give a shout out to <laughs> the song Cool On You from the Rarities. I'm obsessed with it. The Kick Rocks song, basically. Um, from an iconic year. Yes, 2007. <laughs> And um, obviously slipping away is like everything. And I can't believe it's finally like can listen to all the time. I love slipping away. That might be actually up there for me, but yeah. And then of course there's out here on my own. She released that already ahead of time. Open Mesmer. arms. Oh, that's on the Tokyo dome. Sorry. I'm like getting yeah, confused. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I'm still digging through it and also like cross-referencing all of the like, stand notes about when she she recorded that and what that was and also we're gonna encounter it in the book like she references these songs including the out here on my own that was in act one and she talked about how she felt she related to irene cara's uh song Mm -hmm. so gonna get into that and yeah this will all make more sense as we read the book too so shout out to the rarities she's a beautiful girl and uh yeah okay some quick recommendations uh roisin roisin murphy has an album out called roisin machine and it is compiles singles she's released since like 2012 i want to say and it is just a full wall-to-wall confessions on a dance floor disco album but much more quirkier if anybody knows is familiar with her work she is she's an icon but she's not somebody that you think about all the time Um, she is girls, including me, some context here. Yes. So she was in a group, uh, and I don't even know, Maloko and they had a song, sing it back. That was an international hit. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else might've crossed over, but like, then she went on to embark on a solo career. She had some song that was like, so you think you can dance hit. I remember that. I think it was, um, Oh God, what was it? It was Ramalama Bang Bang. Like that one was like, I remember it went viral as like one of the songs that they danced to. And then she put out a song, an album in 2007 called Overpowered. And that is like the blackout of her career as far as like everyone dies over it. It's so good. Um, You know me better. Let me know. It's definitely, if you're trying to get into her, like start with Overpowered and you'll like understand. And so this is probably her next strongest album, in my opinion, because like Bjork and like a lot of left of center artists, she definitely gets into her experimental groove in some albums in her career. But this is like her most accessible in a very long time. And you'll definitely just from the beginning, simulation is such a bop. And, uh, it's very easy to get into this record. It gets pretty weird, but it's still... I enjoy weird. Hmm, yeah. And this is... She did this as a... Meant as a start-to-finish listen. She's a disco queen. It's very that. And I highly recommend... This This would make like a really good dancing around at home uh, for now 
listening to it on vinyl kind of record. So Roisin Machine. I have this one on my uh, to-do for my walks coming up. Definitely, yeah, just listen top to bottom. It makes sense. And then for stands who have already been following her, pretty much like 60% of this was already released, and I feel that they're also the best songs on the album, but it's still a great listen. And then... (laughs) I literally, sorry, continue. (laughs) Nobody was killed making this album either. This is tried and true legendary queen Melanie C of the Spice Girls put out an album called Melanie C. I don't know where she came up with that. And this is, uh, let's see, 10 songs. In my opinion, this is Carly Rae Jepsen, like 20 years deeper into her career, still doing incredible dance pop. I think this is her strongest solo album. It's introspective. It's kind of reflective on her legacy, but it's it's all bops. It's all dancers, bangers. Um, one of the new songs I love is Good Enough, but she put out like Who I Am and Blame It On Me. There's, it's just, it's a tight dance pop set and she's fucking sporty spice. So power of four needs one girl more. <laughs> yeah. No, no Victoria Beckham feature, unfortunately here, but uh, maybe next year, but I highly recommend this to me. This is like, as I said, like CRJ, like just quality dance pop queen and uh, an ally of the gays. She's, she's done it for the gays and the girls. I'm excited for this one too. I really like who I am. Yeah. Oh, and if you like that, like the whole thing's like you, you're gonna definitely like good enough and in and out of love and oh, all these songs. Anyway, I'm queuing all I, of this up because I also need like a new. Because um, we've talked about how we relate certain albums to seasons. Yes. So I'm like ready to find 2020's fall album. Which for me is like still heavily Taylor Swift's folklore. I'm like still like sitting somber as that dachshund dressed up in the cardigan looking outside. <laughs> I'm very him. But I definitely, all these dance albums are like gym playlists, walking, driving. But like as far as the downtime, it's like a mirror ball that's just hitting me right. I don't know. Anyway. My new favorite one has been The Lakes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, I felt that. She was like, they're going to be sad during the pandemic. They want this. Yeah. But I, do you have a playlist of fall albums by any chance, or is it just me? um, I don't. Because there's certain albums that I'm like, it's fall, this is blackout season, or in the zone, or I think of like, I Am Me by Ashley Simpson, or (laughs) what else is on my fall album list? I don't even know. I could conti- I could look it up. But anyway. Yeah. No, I get it, though. I definitely feel that. Um, and then this one's probably the most, like, left of center is um, his name is Yonzi. He's from Sigaros, which is an Icelandic troupe. And uh, if you're into, like, very experimental kind of sounds, he has an album that just came out, solo album called Shiver. Robin is featured on one of the songs that honestly sounds insane it's it's just so scattered and strange but um the album is produced by ag cook who is pc music so it's all very that vibe and i think it's really cool i'm still working my way through it and then there's five million songs i still haven't gotten to from just new music friday singles um this was a very unfair release day 
Oh, and one thing you are going to stand or just be shook at, the return of American Idol season three finalist, LaToya London. What? She just put out a song called Forever that honestly gives me like, kind of like SZA vibes. It sounds really good, but it's like, I got the press release and I was, I did a double take. Yes, LaToya London. And it sounds good. It's called Forever. Get into it. Let's promote. Oh my God. I was such a LaToya London stan. I know. I like everyone thought that it was going to be her, Jennifer Hudson, and Fantasia as the, fi- as the top three, right? Isn't that what yeah. there was that dramatic week yeah. where they were on the bottom? And Jennifer Hudson got sent home after singing Circle of Life. Oh, and don't even get me started. If y'all thought I was going on rants about people wearing masks, don't even get me started on Jennifer Hudson when she got eliminated from American Idol. 20 years later, we're still outraged. <laughs> Literally, Circle of Life. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Look yeah, how that go, circle so came around. Huh? <laughs> Get into Oscar it. Oscar Award winner. You want to talk about a circle of life? <laughs> anyway, she's an icon. She's a legend. And she was and still is the moment. Oh my yeah. God, I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah, definitely look that one up. Um, Justice yeah. for Carmen Rasmussen. Oh, I, I just she's that just came from the soul. I just felt like screaming that out loud. Absolutely. Justice for Kimberly uh, Caldwell. My queen got voted off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Carmen Rasmussen. Kimberly Caldwell, if you're listening. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. Yeah, she was the one. Oh, she was my God. Oh, my God. I literally just got teleported 20 years ago. That's oh, right. That She's so literally the reason why Kimberly Caldwell got sent home. She is. So, I mean, Kimberly's the reason Kimberly went home. That's, you know, they don't. It's not like they face off against each other and then they vote. No, so. we can blame America for not picking up their dial. I mean, whatever. they have enough we can blame them about. So <laughs> it makes sense. Oh my gosh. Oh my, who else am I thinking of justice for? I mean, justice for Tamira Gray. And Julia D'Amato. Oh, Ryan Starr. Oh, from Fram Sauce forever. But yeah, the list goes on and on. Anyway. I still have a Google alert set for Ryan Starr, just in case. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Well, anyway, speaking of uh, anyway, anyway. back to seasons, you know, uh, seasons, greetings, yes. season, the weather outside, it's frightful. It's not the only thing that's frightful, but right. it's almost the holidays. And I would just like to say our impact here, not confirmed. However, I do feel like Undeniable. it is because we did a little bonus episode. If you are a Patreon legend only fan, you know we did a Santa Claus Lane Hillary Duff listening party. That is one of my favorite things that we've ever done. And then all of a sudden, miraculously, it was available on streaming like a week later. I mean, somebody's listening. Somebody's listening. I don't know what label that is, but like our impact. And then a year later, it is now available at Urban Outfitters, not sponsored, on vinyl. I know. I actually have to do a post about that. Yes, it's it's available in festive red, I believe. Is anyone going to buy that? Um, <laughs> I, I think have to I, stop. I think the the Duffsters will will buy it just to be completists. I definitely think there will yeah. be some. I got metamorphosis. Uh, Right, they do have Metamorphosis. I be- I think they have self-titled. Yeah, I, I don't think actually so. remember which ones, but they have one of them, I believe. Yeah, and then I had a moment where I was like, I need to stop because, like, where am I putting these? Yes, they do have Metamorphosis and also the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. Uh, but yeah, this is the latest. It's a two vinyl edition in red, 
and uh, if you can believe it, the first time on vinyl. Is the Christina Milian song on it? Um, it doesn't say her name next to the song. It's, it's Tell Me a Story, right? Or no? No, that was with um, Bow Wow. See, it doesn't have any of the features next to it, but <gasps> I think it, I'm, I'm sure it's just, yes, I'm sure it's the album. It just doesn't specifically say features on this. Well, now that we have Santa Claus Lane on vinyl, we all need to come together as a people, protest, and demand that Dignity gets the vinyl treatment next. I agree. Um, What an iconic... Also, why is this on two? Could they not fit 10 on one? I guess not. Is that a thing? Well, yeah, they don't usually do that many. A Year Without Rain is coming out too? Oh my God, there's too many things. Also, you know what I was thinking the other day? When I was looking at this, what the cassette tape movement is kind of weird for me. Like, I bought Oops on cassette because Oops, I did it again was like actually on cassette when it came out. Yeah, Spice Girls and Baby One More Time. But these like blackout in the zone glory on cassettes. I'm like, no, is it just me or is it like weird? I don't personally get into that because I want it the bigger the better, like Nelly Furtado. And I don't, if it wasn't already on cassette, I don't really understand that vibe. But I also feel like certain generations, since they didn't get to really experience it, it's kind of novel. And I also think there are completists who just want all of the physical. So I get it. It's just, yeah, for me, if I'm going for something, it's vinyl. I want it big. I want to frame it, put it on the wall. I do like the cassette for Chromatica and for Future Nostalgia. I feel like it works for them. And I, I think it, yeah, it works for that, but I don't know. And no. just a random thought that I had. Also, the um, the Britney cassette is like not. They didn't even like crop the key art. I'm just like you couldn't like stretch it to fit. I, anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, the things that I get nitpicky over are just very unique and interesting. So anyway, it's, yeah, that is all for this week, everyone. That's a lot. That is a lot. And I, I know for a fact I did not cover like 80% of New Music Friday and I apologize, but it's too much. Yeah. And you can check out both the Legends Only Weekly and also Mewtunes, my personal playlist, and we will have bops and bangers alike all over. Yes, so. go to mewmews.com <laughs> to catch up on everything this week because literally that's what I do. And that's why yeah, we stand so bread. Um, so I'll be updating yes so until next week or until a few days from now if you would like to join us on our meaning of mariah carey book club journey yeah read a book <laughs> listen to the audio i'm listening to the audiobook i can't yeah listen. for us yeah i'm i definitely in this case i recommend i'm gonna get the book obviously to have it but if mariah carey is gonna talk at you for 11 hours right i'm gonna take that up yeah also i can't read because it makes me fall asleep and I just can't read, period. So, <laughs> Okay, use your words, writer girl. Oh my God, Dolly Parton came out with a Christmas album? Yes, yes she did. What? With a Christmas movie still to come. I'm literally, I just opened up iTunes and it's like, Bon Jovi, new album. Holly Dolly Christmas. Bruno yeah. Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I feel like this week was eight years long. Jesus. Yes, plenty to come. Now that's what I call music, volume 75. They still release that? They do. Now still still sells. Oh my god. Uh, Stupid Love is on it. She's an icon. Okay. <laughs> and Daisies. 
Wow. Why don't we have albums? The Legends Only now? Yeah. <laughs> Legends Only one. <laughs> Starting next week. We could. I mean... We just need to get it licensed or whatever. <laughs> right. Just a couple hundred thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That's all for this week, everyone. Thank you so much. And stay safe. Hang in there. Get outside. Try and get some fresh air. Feed a turtle. Wear a mask. And yeah. We will. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. see you. Soon. <laughs> Truly lost it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.